Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Moshko. What's up, everybody? Can he I kick, kick it? it yes, he could kick it. You scared me there. You scared me. Yes, oh, you were there. I thought you were going to do it. I got... Hold on, let's try that again. And Mr. Moshko. What's up, everybody? <laughs> now I can't spit it out. Oh, but can I kick it? But, but, yes, he can kick it. All right. We tried one once. We're not time. doing a third time. No, 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 one more time. No, no, no. Hey, Moshko, right, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I've kicked it too much already, sir. Oh, all right. Then there's baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going baby on? Huey. Then What's there's going P. on? Features. What's going on? Hello, Internet. And Mr. Mauer. Beep you! Good Ooh, Lord. My ears. Was, that was like when somebody steps on a fire hose. Like, that's that was a pent-up beep you. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like when somebody's there building for months. <laughs> the eyes come out of Roger Rabbit. All right, I know it's been a while. Welcome to the Wednesday show, and that's where we talk about the... Whatever the fuck we want to. Wow. This is our first show back, so I just got to bring it to us real. I used an F-bomb. We're putting that fat E on the show. (laughs) We don't have to for one. (sighs) Okay. Don't be that guy. Do you want to put the fat E on it? I think we will. We should drop some fucking F-fucking bombs today. For anybody who's unaware, the reason why we don't curse on the show is we one time got a letter from a from a, um, a parent who was talking about how all the kids in their class <laughs> were listening <laughs> to this show, and then that got me real paranoid because apparently, like, all these fourteen year olds were listening to us and their parents were pissed. So that's why we haven't cursed in years. Fourteen year olds don't curse. Uh, I want to point out that Menti, when he came up with this, was directing everything at me. Like, Mauer, don't curse. <laughs> Now we're not cursed. You know who hasn't slipped up cursing? Me. I've cursed on purpose, but never been the one that was like, blah, blah, blah. It was to always- be fair, that's only because we gave you beep. <laughs> like, technically, you get away with it every show, but okay. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So, yes, let's, 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 uh, let's. R- peel back the curtain for a quick the second elephant here. in the room yeah so it's been a while it's been a long time since we've recorded a show and that is we because have we have you. something uh without a dope beat to step to step step to step podcast step two um yes oh my god <laughs> so there's look we ha- we there's something big on the horizon that we're still working towards uh which is we thought was going to be prepared a little bit earlier but we're gonna have to wait a little bit so More these are the later. fireside yeah more on that later these are the fireside rebirth episodes issues we're going um, but, into the cocoon yes that's a great way to look at it and we're, we're gonna come cocooning. out a giant butterfly 
or a little no. butterfly that goes in your head and then we'll, we'll talk about that later. Assume the identity wow. of what we're coming out of. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, but until then, uh, here is what's going to change. So just so everybody's aware, this show has now moved to once a week, so we will not be having a Friday show. There are going to be some classic uh, older episodes that we are going to re-release, but on Wednesdays is our main show. Uh, but it will be an hour long, so it's not like you're losing any time with us. You will now just have a full hour with us once a week, opposed to having to break that up uh, into two separate recordings, uh, as well as we are not going to be trying to hit as many topics but to have a conversation more around the specific topics that we each bring to the table. So instead of us rattling off news points, we're all going to have a more in-depth conversation on each one of those. So getting into that idea, each one Hold of on. us has something that... Go ahead. Wait, you Go missed ahead. an even more impressive part of Fireside's Rebirth. You did a really big intro today of four co-hosts. We have the ability now with what's going on and our newfound excitement that we're going to be having lots of guest hosts back on. So you're going to be seeing features more frequently. You're going to see Huey more frequently. There might be a show where Moshko is taking the lead and talking the whole time and Menti and I sit back. You don't know. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's wishful thinking, Mauer. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> But I don't know if you're, you're, you're cracking wise on me or what here. I don't know. Oh, a little column A, a little column B. That's not true. He's got his own show now. He, he can handle it. Uh, but who knows? Maybe Buzz stops by for a guest hosting issue. Um, for our Fireside fans that have your own favorite Firesider, expect to see more variety in that. And, and we're going to be giving you more of what you want. That's the plan. <laughs> uh, gotta give the people what they want. You're just gonna listen to Menti every week, and we all go. Uh huh. That was the <laughs> last. Yeah, that was the last two years. <laughs> that was the last two years. So, um, yeah. It, and honestly, uh, here I'll just be very upfront. Each one of us has had a pretty dramatic shift in our lives, and we need to simplify the show to be completely upfront and honest. That's got to be why was why we're doing it to make it to make sure that this show stays fun for everybody as well as us. So. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into some of the topics. So each one of us, uh, different than usual, where we would have a whole bunch of things we're going to talk about. Now, each of us comes to the table with a few different things that we want to bring up. Uh, and since today's show is a lot of catch-up stuff, we're going to be probably re-talking about some of these or rehashing these out in future shows. But we have to talk about some things. So, for example, I want to make sure we talk about Book of Boba Fett today. I feel like that, that has to be on the, the docket of things to talk about. Mashko, what are you bringing to the table? Absolutely going to talk about Peacemaker. We 100%. haven't touched on it yet, so here we go. 100%. What about you, Huey? I got um, IDW is losing the rights to Transformers and G.I. Joe. Wow. Okay. All right, Mauer. What do you think I'm going to talk about? Moon beeping. Sorry, moon fucking night, because Mashka wants the, the big fatty. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? It's our Mashka. first show back. We're a little loopy. Yeah, but you're putting the C.J. Drayden like warning on the show, and he's not even here. <laughs> that is for still anybody my who's favorite new, intro. <laughs> I should probably refer. Okay, C.J. is a friend of the show, and he always curses, and we just can't get around that. So now I feel like the C.J. intro has to be on every show if that's how we're moving forward. No, we're All not right, going to move you, forward this way. Just this issue. Just this getting, one. All right. All right. Fucking e. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you bring to the table? Well, I am actually going to start the conversation off Sexiness. with the Doctor Strange rumors. I mean, I could do that too. Those Doctor Strange rumors are—you said you could do that. 
sex. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Marisee's bringing the sexiness in future so I can do that. <laughs> well, well, like I'm I'm looking at all of the screens right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hate to be that guy to point out the obvious. <laughs> Huey but, is bringing um, the sexy. I'm sorry. He is indeed. We all, we all indeed, need to watch. We all knew right it now. was Huey. <laughs> Maybe if the beard came back. And I'm not talking about the fake girlfriend. What? Wow. I'm so confused. What did you just <laughs> say? That was like, I felt like that was Home Alone, you know, Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf, but. <laughs> I couldn't actually connect the two. I listen, feel like yeah. that was the joke you were making, but I couldn't quite get there. <laughs> You'll listen back in here. What are we starting with, Menti? <laughs> so am I. I'm so lost. At the woof. All right, so uh, let's let's go ahead and start with Book of Boba Fett. So first off, let's just round robin and give our honest to goodness thoughts on Book of Boba Fett uh, because I have a feeling because we're all in different areas of our Star Wars love. I have, let's say we'll say our Star Wars appreciation that I think we're Fandom. all going to be on different areas here. Um, so why don't we go ahead, Moshko? Tell me what you're thinking. What is what's Book of Boba Fett been for you? The 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 book of Boba Fett. So I've I've definitely enjoyed it up to here, up to this point. And I think after this past week, because we're what week f or episode number five. Five. five Thank you for saying yes. that. Spoiler alert for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert for all of the Bo book of Boba Fett shows that we've talked about or that have already aired. Same with uh, Peacemaker. So, I mean, mm -hmm. across the board, spoiler alerts for uh, galore. So if you haven't caught up, here's your warning. Yeah. Go ahead, Moshka. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it kind of surface uh, on this one. Uh, first four episodes were okay and good, and I enjoyed it. I didn't think much past, you know, what was kind of going on. I, I know a lot of people had some issues with the pacing and it, you know, just not moving along or continuity and things like that. You know, it's a story. I, I'm in it. I'm going to watch all of it. Episode five, a little different. I won't say anything about it. Um, say what you want about it. <laughs> well, it was fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait to see yes. episode six. Because, uh, you know, we did talk. Well, I talked about some rumors and stuff about episodes five and six. And so far, five panned out. <laughs> So, you know, we'll see. I'm looking forward to the rest of the, you know, however many episodes. Uh, eight episodes, I think. I eight. love how Moscow is being so political. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's trying so hard. To, uh, and what the funny thing is, is after all of that, we're going to now keep the round robin going and the rest of us are going to spoil a lot of stuff. <laughs> so there you go. You got Moscow's take that was non-spoilery and the rest of us are uh, got to butcher this. Here we go. Baby Huey, tell me what you're thinking. I... I'm exactly how Moscow is. Uh, episodes what one he four. said. Yeah, <laughs> I, really, I really enjoyed. I one don't three. have an opinion of my own right now. <laughs> That's Go why ahead, I'm glad baby, I went Huey. first. It would have been the same. <laughs> See? Sorry, Huey. Continue. You're not sorry. No. <laughs> no. Episodes one through four were good. Episode five was amazing. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the bottom way to line. Put it. But okay. Yes. I'll, I'll I'll save mine. All right, Mauer, what are you thinking? <laughs> the opposite. Episodes one through four were amazing, or one through four were amazing. Episode five wasn't what I wanted. This is why you got to love having Mauer on the show. Regardless of what happens, wherever that grain's going, he's going against it. Well, no, so episode five <laughs> was an amazing episode for another show. Yes. <laughs> you guys are all beating around the bush. The Mandalorian is there, and it's his episode. <laughs> it was a backdoor so pilot for a fucking show that already exists. For season three. That's all that was. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It was season three. 
little tidbit on that. This uh, episode five was shot as season three of Mandalorian. So they didn't even tell them this episode was going to be in this uh, book of Boba Fett. It was slated for that. The That's what they episode. told. Yeah. Like behind the scenes, you know, they knew it was going in the book of Boba Fett, but the actors and everybody, nobody knew. Really? Huh? So for me, I've loved what they've done for Boba Fett. And the Tuscan Raiders, like that's my pace of story that I like watching. It was very much like an emotionally heavy, if you will, with some moments of fanfare and silliness. But the general tone of it is slow and, and kind of reflective, which I liked. It reminds me of uh, the old Japanese samurai story for the retired samurai just wandering through the woods. Like, that's mm-hmm. what this tone feels like, where Mandalorian has that Western gunslinger feel to it. Sure, um, I like that. And you, even with his robe that he keeps wearing, yep. it's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. He does, so, definitely has a very samurai robe So for kinda. me, being a fan of both of those genres, I love them. When it was a quick slap in the face, here's a Mandalorian episode, it took me about 30 minutes to get, oh my God, okay, so this is just Mandalorian the whole time. And so I didn't appreciate, I had to watch the episode again to appreciate the episode because I was just waiting, like, how are they going to tie this into Boba now? That's so funny. So I watched, I watched this, I watched the episode twice the same day because I liked it so much. It's the only episode I've done that with. <laughs> My favorite episode is episode with. two. Episode two, I'm going to save mine. Feach. So I'm coming in as like almost a, uh, Semi new to Star Wars, but not really. Like I, I wasn't uh, as big. Sorry, on the it like said semi nudist Star Wars. <laughs> the nude news. Yeah, that you, no, he downloaded that from the wrong website. <laughs> that wasn't Disney Plus. <laughs> That's not a lightsaber in your hand, is it? <laughs> These are the droids you're looking for. <laughs> uh, oh God! Where do you want that lightsaber to go? <laughs> Just don't give it to a Wookiee. Oh, oh no! It'll take a bite. It'll take a bite. We'll get into that with her when we get. It wasn't attached in the first place. Oh wow! All right, sorry, Feech. (laughs) Go go ahead, nudist boy. (laughs) Keep your clothes on, please. What'd you think? Now I find myself in this uh this place of. Like I like the lore, so personally, I I like how I like how the series has been going so far. One through four has been fine and phenomenal for me. Episode five even greater because I'm already I'm already familiar with with Mando and his story, and kind of giving us a, an idea of hey, he's going to show up coming soon. And I believe, not I believe, but me and Minty were talking about it after episode four. I was like, man, after this, this is where everything turns up. And sure enough, it did, just not in the way I kind of expected it to. I thought we were going to move straight into, you know, the uh, the whatever gang war is supposed to happen. But, you know, even seeing him build the build his arm, his his uh, his army up is his Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his Power Rangers. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal thing to see. And I, I like to see it. I like how the pacing of the show isn't it's not slow more than is methodical which i guess you could kind of say is the same thing but it's doing that before the star wars fans who don't know much of boba except for this is he's badass right but now we're getting more more into this current character what we missed out on those years in between the sarlacc pit and how he got out 
so I, I appreciate all of it. Um, it's been great. I kind of don't want it to. What we got? We got two, two episodes left. Three, two, two. Yeah, oh, I want more. These next two are supposedly a doozy. If some of these rumors are true, well, man, so this next ep- then the next two episodes are either going to ruin this show for me, <laughs> or set up <laughs> an amazing. Ru- they're going to ruin the show ruin for it. you. Or yeah. they're going quest- to unquestionably they're going to ruin the or show for you. Or set up goes- a good season two. Well, it doesn't what matter. Whatever thinks is going to happen, uh, you're going to hate. No, it doesn't yeah. matter who they throw into it from that shitty cartoon or whatever. <laughs> what? Wow. You Are you talking to, about you Clone Wars? To. Yeah, he's talking about Clone Wars. Come on. The dude. problem is, is if they finish this gang war in two episodes, that's bullshit. the The best they way won't. to end this season is for the final episode to be the start of the war. All right. So let me let me give my take on this now because this is I, I think it will end and just begin at the same time because you have to keep in mind that the, although the Pikes are the ones that they keep talking about are the main villains, they are not. It is the Crimson Dawn, which is the the big rumor. So the big rumor is this is going to tie into Solo. Uh, it also ties into Darth Maul quite heavily. So the other group that we haven't seen that the Huts were hinting at that were that essentially the Huts are just saying, you know what, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to let you all fight, and then we're going to fight the winner. That's essentially what the Huts are doing. And the other group is is a much scarier group, which is the Crimson Dawn, which is Darth Maul's crime syndicate. Um, so that which also ties pretty heavily into to the Mandalorians because Darth Maul ruled Mandalore for a little while. Uh, yeah. So, with all that being said, I, I really do like the show a lot, but I have to remind myself that this is not my Boba Fett. Just like I think Maui, you're going to need to remind yourself that it's not your Mark Specter when the when the Moon Knight show <laughs> drops because. Mm-hmm. As a longtime Boba Fett fan, my love for Boba Fett does not come from the five lines of dialogue we got in the movies. My love for him comes from the legend stuff that all predates it, all the comics and the, the bounty hunter books. And a lot of that I know about Boba Fett it was all removed. And to meet my expectations were going to be hard regardless, which is why the Tusken Raider scenes were so important. Because the Tusken Raider scenes allow us to get a fresh start because this is not Boba like we know. This is not right. the same Boba that he, like even the guy who plays Boba Fett, I uh, forget his name. Um uh whatever. He he doesn't like the fact that he keeps taking off his helmet and he keeps talking. Apparently on set he keeps trying to give his lines to Fennec uh <laughs> because he's like I should not be speaking this much. <laughs> it's cuz it's kind of the whole thing with Boba Fett. But that's why again the Tusken Raider scenes are so important because it is, it establishes a new Boba Fett. So him showing just coming out of the Sarlacc pit to then going right to the Tusken Raiders, we never get an idea of what Boba was like during that time. Like the the really brutal, harsh start or Boba Fett, you can still see in the comics. Like he's still very much there in the comics, and that's all still canon. But it's not the same one that longtime Boba Fett fans have known. So well, he I appreciate years in the stomach of a creature to think about. What got him there and his past him is the reason why he ended up in a Sarlacc pit. And that's a good question. How long was he actually in that Sarlacc pit? He said years. In the last in episode four, he said years before. Like he what said he was in that for years. Well, because I don't know. I he was definitely with the, the, the Tuscans for years, but like as we know, he had to rip the breathing tube out of the stormtrooper's helmet to get a breath of air. So if he was in there for years he probably would have suffocated. Well, you don't like, know how much, how long the air is. Like, we don't know how the suits work, how much air sure. is in them. And I, and I, I, don't, but I still he, don't he think... he did say he was in there for years in episode four. Did he? Or yeah. did he say he was with the Tuscans for years? No, he said he was in there for years. 
All right, so double check that in the comment section for us there, faithful firesiders, because uh, I would love to know how how long he was in that uh, sarlacc. Because I don't think it was was that long. Because he couldn't, he wouldn't be able to breathe. Well, <laughs> like would, I mean, the other would, the other side of it is, uh, what about his armor? I think that played a part in it for to his survival as well. Because he should have been melted by bodily fluids a long no, time ago. Thousands of years. Remember, it's best. Beskar armor is also the hardest thing. Like that's the, the whole point of Beskar, and then it was used to be in comic in Star Wars fandom. It used to be a big back and forth on whether or not his armor was legitimately Beskar Mandalorian armor, um, and that was a big deal for old Star Wars fans because that was their first confirmation that yes, indeed, Boba Fett is wearing Beskar. But yeah, even like this, the Sarlacc pit, it takes a, a thousand years to digest you. Even for what happens? Such, like, what happens when you don't have? food to digest yourself and you're in there because really the human well his with his biology you know how long can you actually not eat you know yeah and we yeah. Know, what... also also a lot plant it's very 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 it's it's more half plant maybe even more plant than it is like a like a mammal hey just are you <laughs> quick, quick looking um he was with the tuscan raiders for five years and when they returned to the sarlacc pit all he says is that's where I was trapped all those years ago. So he doesn't give ah. the actual time frame. Yeah, I don't think ah. he was in there that long. I feel like, because I feel like the, the, although, you know what? The Stormtrooper would have been a lot more decayed. Like, the Stormtrooper's mm -hmm. armor is not that tough. So I feel like the Stormtrooper's armor would have been, oh, no, it did have holes in it. It did yeah. have holes in it. It did. It did. Yeah. Never mind. It did have holes in it. Never mind. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, regardless, let's talk about some of the other additives of the new. Because, like, for uh, Black Chrysanthemum is a huge, huge reveal. That's a big yeah. reveal. Because if you've been reading since Jason Aaron's took over for the Star Wars books, Black Chrysanthemum's played a pretty hefty role for a while now. Uh, his gladiatorial debut on on. Um, uh, well, no, he wasn't a gladi gladiator on Kasik Kasak. What was the what's the Wookiee home planet again? Kasik Kas something Wookiee home regardless. planet. <laughs> yes, um, but that character is is wildly important in the Obi Wan book. He's important. Um, he Kashyyyk. did he get his own book? He might have got his own book. Kashik is that the name of the planet? K a s h y y y k. Um, but yeah, so all of the things that we've seen him gain in the comics were all present in the show. So, for example, his his metal arm, his metal hands. That all comes mm -hmm. because he was supposed to be just a regular gladiator, and they were like, we can make a little extra money on him if we modify him, which is why they gave him metal hands. Uh, the scar on his eye he gets from Obi-Wan Kenobi while trying to kill um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. So, uh, and I have a feeling we'll probably hear a little bit about that in the Obi-Wan show, which would be kind of cool to, to, to bring his character over and kind of cross things more. I have a feeling the way they're setting this up is that Boba Fett is doing, just like Mandalorian Season 2 did, more of the melding the worlds together, as we yeah. saw with uh, Mando getting his new ship being from the, the, the uh, Phantom Menace, uh, as well as getting us prepared that Din and Ahsoka are probably going to be the new Luke and Han. I think oh, so you mean the world's worst going... bounty hunter ship. Wow. What's up? Uh, why? That's not a bad ship. There's no place to put. He can't live on it. There's no place to put a bounty. That's like true. his true. other ship, he could live. He could sleep. He could eat. There well, was a to bathroom. be fair, he also said, "As soon as you get a razor crest, I'll trade it in." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he straight up said, "I'll I'll switch this over as soon as you as soon as you get me a razor crest." So when he, when I think it was just they. 
they really just wanted to pull in the the Nabu starfighters. I when think they he, just uh, wanted to tie it in. When he got pulled over in space, uh, one of the guys was the stunt double for Luke in Mandalorian. These are their stunt doubles. You, I don't think you realize how big of a deal that is, baby Huey. I don't mm-hmm. think you understand why that that why that might piss off Mauer in the next couple episodes. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I know do. why. Yeah, so big rumor, and this is rumor, so you know, take that with a grain of salt, but the big rumor is that the next episode, not only do we see Luke, um, and we, we see Baby Yoda being trained, we see Luke at, at a new temple training a bunch of younglings, but they're also tying in the character from Fallen Order. So if you play the Fallen Order game, that whole story is about a young Jedi who was being trained during Order 66, who escapes with his life and then tries to rebuild the Jedi Temple. So if he comes across Luke, it would make sense. Also, why we saw the same droid from the game that plays a huge role in the mm-hmm. game. The BB um, droid. Yeah. Yep. Present in the last episode. So uh, this is, and we, uh, we know the Dark Troopers also came from a video game as well. So a lot mm-hmm. of these shows are still m- branching in and bringing over things from the connected universe, comics, books, video games, uh, and then the movies. So I was just happy to see the pouch tied up to look like Grogu's head. Yeah, that was cool. That <laughs> was cool. Chainmail. Was anybody else sad yeah. to see the spear go? Like I really liked the spear. I was so. I was. Yeah. I like that spear. So you saw the silhouette. I saw the spear. I'm, the spear. I'm like, oh, cool, Mando. And in my head, I'm like, I'm really happy. I ordered the Mandalorian that comes with that spear. And then they get rid of it. This is where this is because. Look, I was a long-time Star Wars fan, and they got really mad when Disney bought them and then threw out all of the lore that I knew. Knew, And then my little brother was very into Star Wars, and him and I used to have a back and forth where he'd go, well, this is what this means. And I go, no, that's not true. <laughs> but he was the one who was right uh, because, again, <laughs> Disney recreated all of that. Now, well, it's like, if, ha- ha- from uh, what ha- I do understand about the Darksaber and the Mandalorians, though, is he has say. He, he earned the Darksaber in battle. He now can technically rule Mandalore. When the armor was like, you have to get rid of this spear because it can only be a weapon, I'm, not surpri- I'm surprised he didn't just go, oh, yeah? Well, I say I keep the spear because I'm holding the thing that says I rule you. <laughs> like, I am now in charge. I don't know if you've noticed this. But, but I he, think it, in his head he knew he no longer could be a Mandalorian. I don't think he. I will. I. That, but that, again, it depends on the, the subset of Mandalorians you follow. Like, the fact that she's got. Uh, horns in her helmet would lead me to believe that she was one of those was... faithful to Darth Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul, Darth Maul's Mandalorians that used to fight with him all had the the spikes in their helmet. They did. So when when my, when when Maul took over, I, things got a little bit more. I don't want to call them dark because they were dark in general. But this all remember <laughs> when she was like, you can't just give the. Um, What's it called? The dark saber to somebody. Right. She, yeah. That's how Bo-Katan takes the dark saber. Like she's gifted it, and then that's when the Empire destroys Mandalore. That's where all of that comes from. So all of this ties in beautifully to the Clone Wars uh, and Rebels. And, and Rebels, uh, yeah. Rebel. I'm watching Rebels now. I don't like Rebels nearly as much. Maybe yeah, I will when we get the final, we start getting the first, characters I like. The first season's <laughs> eh. The second. I don't it, care about any up. of the characters so far. None of them. None of them. Not none. one. None of them. Like get, I want to mo- I want Ahsoka back. Is all I really care about. I finished see, dude. Say, the last season of Clone Wars and the final episode of Ahsoka is beautifully done. So, so it's safe to say you've been dying to talk about this show. <laughs> yes. All right. Look at this. This segue is about to be beautiful. <laughs> this segue is about to. Let's be talk beautiful. about a show that the rest of us were dying to talk. And about. And he fucked the segue yes. up. 
<laughs> Mauer fucks the Segway up. Moshko had it in the bag. He didn't need an assist. He had it. Moshko, what was your segue? I was there. You know, didn't. Yeah, the alley oop. Uh, anyway, <laughs> fellas, uh, Peacemaker. Are we all up yeah. to speed on Peacemaker? We've watched all the episodes so far. Mauer, yeah, I know sometimes you're a little speed. behind on these. No, I watch. I, I watch them at night. I don't watch them at 4 a.m. when I wake up to go pee. Like <laughs> that's Moshko. that's my favorite viewing time. 5 a.m. It's fantastic. Take the dog out and then grab some coffee and watch. And he uh, sits right there my, with me. That's been my new routine: is, <laughs> is coffee and coffee and Mando or <laughs> so coffee and Peacemaker. So we're five episodes in right now on this show. Uh, you know, for those that didn't know, January thirteenth, first first three episodes came out, and then every what Thursday, Wednesday is uh, Disney, Thursday. HBO is on Thursday, and Netflix is typically yep. Friday. Uh, so we're yeah five five episodes in. I cannot tell you how much I love this show, and it all started with really just the the first I don't know maybe five ten minutes the conversation that uh, that John Cena as Chris Smith slash Peacemaker has with the cust the uh, custodian outside his hospital room, like that <laughs> laid the groundwork and the foundation yep. for this entire show and told you exactly what it's going to be, and. From there on, I I've been absolutely hooked. You know the um, this the, show the also his... shows that John Cena can act absolutely, and that that you know, and we've we've talked about that before with how he is in some of his movies, like you know Blockers. I, I believe we both saw. Uh, you know, from a from a comedic standpoint, he's fantastic. His timing is impeccable, and I don't think everybody really understands that. I I said the other day that he. You know, he's had 16 plus years of acting under his belt, <laughs> championship belt, you know, six was well, 16. Did you hear him talk recently about those 16 years? He didn't count the, the first beginning? No, no, I haven't. Uh... So his first few movies when he was with WWE, he looked oh, well, at the, them yeah. as, I'm just here to promote WWE. This is my job. And it wasn't about acting. He didn't like acting. He didn't want to be in the movies. Mm -hmm. He just saw it as something to do. It oh, wasn't he took a until... shot at, at Dwayne Johnson. What? No. No. It, he actually, I'll get to the Dwayne Johnson thing too. It wasn't <laughs> until the Fred movies that mm -hmm. he showed right? up as a parody of himself that mm -hmm. he had fun and realized, wait, this is something completely different. I can use this as an art and practice it. Right. And do it for the love of the art. And that's when you saw him just start skyrocketing. Dwayne Johnson, however, when he took a shot at Dwayne um, in the ring saying, you're part-time guy, he now yeah. realizes why. Why? Like, yeah, I yeah. saw an interview where he apologized, and it was, yep. it was mm -hmm. awesome. It was such a good – because you never see people do that either. When Dude. he was just like, I was dumb back then, and I was speaking out of ignorance. I went, wow, yeah. good for you. It was a revealing well, was moment. was wrong and everything. Mm -hmm. It was a well, revealing and moment John for him. John Cena is that man. He is – for all the haters out there, he's the kid's favorite. He's the new Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. But his integrity, loyalty, respect <laughs> thing in the ring isn't just something that he came up for the ring. This is the guy that uh, learned Mandarin because he didn't want to seem like an outsider when WWE went into China. Like, mm -hmm. think about that. He learned Mandarin. Yeah. So explains you know, the video. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was interesting. Like, I... <laughs> I used to wa I always watch a lot of different things that you wouldn't think I watch, but I used to watch the Bellas with my wife, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he was, you know, he yeah, was on there for a Yeah, he, he was. preface that one. Because <laughs> he, he was dating one of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. So, and you could almost tell, like, he was portraying someone else on this show. 
Like that wasn't him. So, you know, he, in a sense, acted entirely through that, that show. But to, you know, to circle back to Suicide, or Suicide Squad, listen to me. Peacemaker, Peacemaker. completely starts off right after uh, the Suicide Squad. You know, he's recovering in the hospital. And, you know, from there, everything just, just kind of rolls out. He, you know, meets back up with his father, who I think we're going to, you know, find out more about. Uh, we all know how much of a terrible person he is that we've, we've kind of seen in there. And they changed like his father in this. And the father, yeah. he's a neo-Nazi. In the comics, his father was a legit Nazi. His mother, however, was mm -hmm. a children's book author. What? <laughs> <laughs> that explains the, love the, that. the trauma. The show yeah. feels entirely unique. It does not feel like Suicide Squad, but I love that Rick Flagg's death plays such a huge role in shaping mm -hmm. who he is. Like, I yeah. love that the, the, there were real ramifications of that movie that affect the show to this point. Like, it hasn't, it wasn't like in one episode they just waved it away, which you'll see in a lot of stuff. Where mm -hmm. it's just like, like the MCU does it all the time, where the, a movie will open and they just hand wave the last three movies away with a, with a simple line of dialogue. Where this, he's still having flashbacks to killing Rick Flagg. You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. still a long-standing uh, effect of of Suicide Squad, and hopefully that rings true with all of the other things that are apparently in uh, in the works in with the James works. Gunn. Yep. And yeah. we haven't seen a PTSD addressed the way that this is since Punisher's show. Mm -hmm. mm. Like I mean, that's one of the most amazing things about the show too. You get the you get the sense of it's not just it's Peacemaker. There's going to be action. And that's it outdoor. It has a, the story. The story itself is interesting because it's sending you on so many turns for you to find out what's actually going on. And then the supporting cast is just as good as the main character because everybody has their shit. Yeah. Well, that's mm -hmm. that's James Gunn in a nutshell. I mean, James, yeah. James Gunn is great at making the most ridiculous stories seem <laughs> grounded and centered with character fo with character driven plots. Like mm -hmm. he, this is what Peacemaker is what you get when somebody truly cares about what they're writing about. Like you, James Gunn writing this is like, is like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Like it's, mm. you can tell it became very important to him over quarantine and getting the character right. Uh, which has branched into apparently what two more things, at least another movie and a show apparently in the yep. works. Yep. Mm. And he wrote all eight episodes in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, over quarantine. What, <laughs> wow. What really shows what in did. this. <laughs> What really shows is the difference between James Gunn having Disney and Marvel over top of him saying, these are the things we need you to do, and DC going, we don't give a fuck what you do, just put some shit out there that people are going to like. And he went, oh, I got, got you. It. He's creating his own universe. Like, he will be at the helm of this. Yo, how crazy if James Gunn is the new Zack Snyder. He's the new yeah. Fahey. He'll yeah. be the new Fahey for DC. Because mm -hmm. he's able to look at things that like Matt Reeves is doing and going, cool, you're doing this. That's your thing. I'm going to do this over here. Hey, can we get uh, Juan over there to can, you know, have him take over the Justice League world? Like mm -hmm. he's not caring as much and can see past a single linear universe within these characters, which is great. And this shows comedy, action, drama. Mm-hmm is so interchangeable the only thing i don't like it's not even i don't like is they make vigilante a badass and a joke at the same time yeah where i would have preferred him to be more of the straight man to john cena yeah 
I see him as a serial killer that's just he's Dexter to me. Well, like, I would have liked that's him how to have, I see him. He's like yeah. he's he's more nerdy Dexter, Dexter. Less nerdy, more Dexter, I guess is what I would like. Turn up the Dexter and kind of the can't we kill people? Like just that part of him. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird seeing Vigilante because I was, I was telling Mincy before, like I, I had a few Vigilante comics when I was younger. And I, you, I don't even remember seeing his face. Honestly, I feel like anytime his mask came off, they put the dark shadow over the eyes. So you never really even see the guy's face. Like mm-hmm. Vigilante's always just kind of been like this guy who operated outside of the law, not too, not too different from Batman, but he would kill people. He's Deadpool. Yep. Well, well, yeah. He's Deadpool. James, James Gunn just wanted to have a Deadpool in the show to, to, to mm-hmm. counteract John Cena's. Like if John Cena's cable, Vigilante's Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I think this is this is the show we'll probably you know recap in a couple of weeks and really jump into a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I know we I, have a few other things to cover, so maybe we should. Well, before we but, move on, hold on, because there's oh, two here big, we go. There, well, there's two things that he, he like. I love that James Gunn wants to canonize things. Like, I love that Batmite is now a th- a real thing <laughs> in the DC universe, as well as Matter Eater Boy. Like Matter oh. Eater Boy. <laughs> The dude and who the ate fact, a fence. <laughs> the fact like that the power. first villain that Peacemaker captured was Kite Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which, coincidentally, I would not have even gotten that reference, except I watched Harley Quinn. Harley right, Quinn. which I watched probably like two days earlier. I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, I got that. That's a, that's a thing. <laughs> the, the best way for me to describe it is it almost seems like Flash Thompson, Michael Jackson... And the Punisher have been formed into one person, <laughs> meaning he's stuck as a kid, but that kid tried being a bully in order to make himself because he didn't think highly of himself. So he was just a dick and a bully to everybody. And that turned into him being killer. Like the the mental picture they're painting of Peacemaker is much more deep than what I think even a lot of people are seeing on the surface. Oh, he's a funny, crazy guy that kills things. That's great. But they're showing you he's stuck wanting to atone for what he did as a kid. Mm-hmm. But he the only time he was happy was listening to those music that he likes, driving yeah. cars. Like, that's his happy spot. And when he's there, you see the different version of him. You know, when he has to... Like, it's almost like we're seeing the three different personalities of Peacemaker. Yeah, Do we want to talk about is... other personalities. <laughs> the Moon Knight. He's, he's, he's this. This is Captain Segway over here. Yeah, we can talk about Moon Knight. The Segway okay Sergeant. That. Is that is that what Moscow's gonna? Can we call him the Segway Sergeant? Sergeant Segway. Sergeant. Sergeant Segway. Sergeant Segway. So, we got a trailer drop for Moon Knight. Yeah. Mm. Features. What did so, you think? Hold on. Well, can I just can I just say real quick that this, the, <laughs> this is this is a moment we've been waiting for so much that f- that Frank texted me just to see how Maurer responded. To <laughs> <laughs> so and for anybody who's new to the show, Frank Caliendo has been a, has been a, a friend of the show for a while now. And, and, and I, we don't talk all that often, but I, I all of a sudden I get a text of, hey, did Maurer hate the trailer? <laughs> and it, That's awesome. Right off the bat, I was like, wow, this is Maurer and Moon Knight are so synonymous. <laughs> that I get text messages about his opinion, not my opinion. <laughs> so if the goal is to get to Maurer, I'll start first. The trailer was okay. <laughs> Huey, how did you feel? It was fine. <laughs> Features. 
Uh, I thought the trailer was dope. It showcased a lot of things that we want to see, some things that we're going to question, um, and it still leaves you in mystery for what's going to actually happen in the show. I think it was a great trailer. Um, I think it's going to get people who weren't familiar (laughs) with Moon Knight to be more interested in it, not just because it's a Disney property. Um, Mm -hmm. But dope. Dope trailer, though. I think the fact that it's a Disney property needs to be upfront and present. Like I think, I think, I think tapering expectations is going to be important with this show. I think it's, I think it's going to be, it's going to hit on the levels that you want it to hit on. But just like Boba Fett, those of us that are big Moon Knight fans are going to find find issues to be upset about. Not, it's going to be presented like they're going to present and say this is the show, and the rest of us who've been because of Mauer, who are who are Moon Knight fans, are going to go, well, wait a second, <laughs> well, how about all these things? And now, had I have never read Moon Knight, like had had the show never been a thing and Mauer is never a part of my life, I guarantee you I would love the show more than I'm about to. I have a feeling that knowing Mauer is going to make me dislike the show more than it should. <laughs> I know Mauer, Mauer. What's your opinion? Way to make me sound like the worst person in the world. No, no, you're no, not. I you sound like me. Worse when I... for you because you, you know make, me. You're you're you the in-house curmudgeon. You make Moon Knight worse for me. Yes, <laughs> because I now know what good Moon Knight and bad Moon Knight are. I don't <laughs> like if it was brand. It was like the She-Hulk show. Any of us read She-Hulk? Nope. No, I did on the silence. one run. I did sure, have a okay, few books. one run back in the day, but you the one uh, where maybe... she was <laughs> jumping rope. <laughs> Oh, because they couldn't get anyone to buy her book? You were the guy? (laughs) You were the guy? When they made it funny. But my point is is that that show, it's Jessica Jones. We're all going into it like, what is this? Except for now, I'm going into it with expectations because I know how great Mood Knight can be. Does that make sense? I guess. So, yeah, you're you're still a dick, but in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I would assume that you talking about Mood Knight, Mauro, is pretty much you becoming me when it comes time to explain x-men so yes and that's 100%. okay that's that's pretty much it yep. the, the 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 trailer was great it was a great trailer however it it's showed it showed disney's hand 120 percent. how so them them starting off with steven grant was like whoa okay i can see what they're doing here um, and right away, with him being an employee at a gift shop versus a famous movie producer actor with lots of money, automatically goes, we don't really care about what you know about this character. We're doing something to tell our story. If they wanted to have a on-the-street, lower, like, poor, or not really powerful person, they could have picked Jake Lockley as the... Uh, part-time cabbie and have him have another day job somewhere, but they didn't. You're right. He should have been Jake Lockley. You're 100% right. So that shows me that they really don't care about what they assume is a minority of people who are Moon Knight fans. They are looking to create new Moon Knight fans. It is a minority. I hate to say it, but it is a minority. The book is always (laughs) teetering on being canceled. Always. But it's still (laughs) been around for a while. So. It You're still right. has fans. They don't it care just, about those fans. What is it? Was it ten? It was the ten thousand. Ten thousand. Uh, ten thousand sold issues is like the yeah. cutoff. If you don't do ten thousand, you can get canceled. And right. Moon Knight's like that, always yeah. at like eleven. <laughs> He's but it still like, has fans that they're saying. There. They're still saying we don't care. Uh, yes, because you, you would make more, because the way, this is the way I see it. I think that the show is going to be, we're going to be introduced to Stephen Grant, who's going to be, uh, tortured by this Moon Knight persona. 
right? That he doesn't like when he flips the mirror, the window, or the, excuse me, the light on, you see Moon Knight, and then he closes it, and it's back to him. He's going to be tormented by this other personality, and then that's when you're going to have someone call him Mark at the end of the first episode, which is this Steve, the the personality he's in now is shielding him from the other two personalities that exist, the Moon Knight one and the Mark Specter one, which looks like they're making Steven possibly the main personality. Well, I think it would yes, only but when only for when the show starts though. Because I think he'll learn that Mark Spector was why he is who he is. I think he I think he's gonna learn about being an assassin uh or a mercenary, just like we're gonna learn about it. Yeah, it, which mm-hmm. is fine. My but them seeing that they chose Stephen Grant for that role was like, oh, that's a big fuck you to us who who care about the different personalities. Because every personality has a huge impact on moon knight's life and you grew attached to almost three different characters in this one character not just the one well what so, if that's how season two starts i want to add in like and this is to you guys points i'm not a, i'm not like the biggest moon knight super fan and i don't know all the personalities from the from the latest runs but i would i would like to think that there's still going to be a certain amount of fan service like disney has done certain things to like alter like the storylines but they've also still included some things that left it more ground like a more grounded response as to why these changes happen and i think well, we're going to so get that and- i'm going to Go get to the other major things that it looks like they just said f you to which are the court more night him <laughs> okay. being in london is one thing you mm-hmm. can't tell from the trailer but if i had to guess they took his devout judaism and kind of are ignoring it because religion and disney aren't really mm-hmm. something they're comfortable talking about especially Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. However, yeah, I, I didn't want to go there. Um, uh, <laughs> well, it's Disney. <laughs> yeah. However, the fact that he was Jewish but has met a god mm-hmm. is a huge part of the turmoil of the character. That is a core attribute to Moon Knight that it looks like they're just going, nah, next. <laughs> so then you get to my the only thing I hated of the trailer was his magic suit. His magic suit. Okay. Now, I got some. When you're ready. Yeah. Seeing, we, when we saw the suit to begin with and all the wrappings, immediately, I think I, me and Moshko were like, well, that's going to wrap around him because you can't see somebody hand going and wrapping <laughs> that shit every time. So it's got to be magic. And yep, they made it magic. And that not only immediately throws powers and magic into Moon Knight, it's tying, which explains why in the comics recently they gave him powers versus all these years prior where he didn't have powers or he thought he might have powers, but that was kind of the fun of it. Now it's like, okay, there has to be some sort of magical power for this to happen. Well, so, so what if none of that's true, though? That so the way I see it is this. This is, this is what I think's happening. And I could, I'm, I'm, could be completely wrong here, but what I think's happening is we're getting Steve Grant to hide the fact that Mark Spector and the multiple personalities are a thing, and that's the crux of the first season. Then we meet, um, we, we, we see the magical element of it. But then what if at the last moment, the, the final episode, we realize, like that scene where he's punching the, the Sphinx dog thing, right, mm-hmm. in the Moon Knight costume? What if we get a flash that it's just him beating up a guard, and he's got blood on his knuckles? Like, what if it's him, he's just going crazy, just like he thinks he sees a god, he thinks a suit's wrapping around him that really isn't. Like, you very well could end the the first season with introducing Jake Lockley and him forgetting the whole first season. So here's why I don't think that's going to happen. WandaVision. 
Mm. Wow. Okay. They they tried going a little smarter and more like in your head, heady type writing, and the mm-hmm. fans freaking flipped out. Only if the they, first two episodes. Only the first two. No one flipped out after those, that. Those were the ones that were the most not being spoon-fed. Agreed. But now you take that concept of the first two episodes and you weave it into the whole season instead of just being two upfront episodes. Like, if you add action to the first two episodes like WandaVision didn't do, you aren't going to lose the, the, the I just want to see people get punched fans. Yeah. yeah I don't know if they're going to do that. It, it would be a cool thing. I doubt they're going to do that to it um, just because that's just another thing. The other piece of the puzzle that they cut out was Moon Knight is technically a separate personality. Moon right. Knight isn't Mark Spector in a costume or Stephen Grant in a costume or Jake Lockley in a costume. Moon Knight is his own personality. Mr. Knight is the most recent new personality, uh, which is being right. featured in the comic. And if, if, that, if it ends with him in a white suit, I'm going to be so well, happy. I can't <laughs> tell in the one in the teaser, is he in a white suit? Because you see the picture of him with the glove on his hand. Do you remember that? Leaning on the window? Yeah. I, I think I, I remember that. I, don't, yeah. I still don't think it's a white suit. Which would I don't think that was a white thing. suit. If if Mr. Knight... Okay, so run this back for a second. So what if it is all he's just crazy and he's not actually in a magical suit that wraps around? What if like the final episode is him going to a, an insane asylum and wrapping the, the, the sheet around his head like we got in the cover of the all-new, all-different Moon Knight? You know what I mean? Like, we just find out that dude's legitimately nuts. But then all of a sudden, he puts on the costume because he doesn't actually have one. So the Mr. Knight costume becomes a costume only because he's been thinking about having a one wrap around him, and it's not actually doing Because they're still bypassing the fact, again, of the fans, where the costume that we want to see is so easy to do on film that cosplayers can do it. Like... All he needs is some Dark Knight type white body armor and a cape with a hood. That. You could just give me the suit and the hell, the mask, and I'd be happy. See, but I don't even want you're that a one. new Moon Knight fan that hasn't been reading him for 30, 40 years. You're completely right, and I just still think that that one's unique. I still think that's. But the you still can get that one because that one, and even the comics now, that is the suit that is people facing. Mister Knight is the one where people come to him going, "I have a problem." He then sends Moon Knight after them. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. they're not just, mutually exclusive. What Give if us each pers- what we want. personality is a season? That's the point That'll I'm trying to make is instead of instead of taking all of this, there's a lot of story. Like, okay, Arrow is only good because they stretch that shit out over five seasons. Like the origin of Arrow is pretty dull. Dude falls off a a, a boat, ends up on an island, uses a um what can't I think of his name? Um Bow and Arrow or no Robin Hood. He uses a Robin Hood. Okay. Era, uh, bow and arrow to survive and then that's how he becomes green arrow you stretch that out over you mean five a regular years bow and it, <laughs> yeah yeah but no but it's it's the reason why he is the green arrow is because he uh, he uh, idolized robin hood so he had a he had a replica uh, bow and arrow with him when he crashed gotcha. or when he, so it really is b- robin hood <laughs> it's robin hood meets batman but stretching it out made it fun that's what made it cool was seeing all of the times that he was on the island. What if we get something similar to that of seeing these flashbacks of him as a mercenary and not understanding how it actually connects to the really nerdy kind of mousy dude behind the counter in London. And then all of a sudden the, the final episode is him as a cab driver in New York. I don't, I don't see them making it that smart though. Like yeah, I, I don't, don't either. I think it's just going to be like, here's the character. And then they're going to say, this is what's going on with the character. 
and then give oh, them by some the way we of... have to feed 17 other projects from this yeah so, like well, the, here the, you go. that's the smart stuff that they're working on how to weave everything else into it i don't right. know i don't know that's why i'm like up in the air ps six episodes i think True. you can do all of that 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 what minty's describing except we might not get you know every season a different personality but like all right so they're starting off you said jake lockley is the one we're starting off with right you might be the no, main we're starting with stephen grant Stephen Grant. Okay, so Stephen Grant. Grant. And we hear somebody, and in we're the not phone seeing Stephen Grant. We okay, hear cool. Someone call him Mark, and we're like, "What?" Right. So mm-hmm. now, me from long ago, when I first was introduced to Moon Knight, he was Mark Spector. That was the main identity for me. So that what is we the find main out? Identity. Okay, cool. So now we find out like he's what's Stephen Grant, right? He's Stephen mm-hmm. Grant now because he's he's already crazy at this point. We could already start the season off like that. He's waking up like you said the Stephen Grant personality is fighting off the Mark Spector and Moon Knight, but he's it's slowly leaking into his days. Now we fast forward that and I'm going to get to another point because originally I think uh the Moon Knight character based off the Kanshu god it's kind of mystical. So what if it it ends up being a real thing so then you got the suit that wraps around him because it is a mystical thing. But that's that, the that, thing when he started it, it wasn't. It, well, he he didn't know if he had powers. That, right. and that's what the coolest part about him was, is that he's probably just a crazy dude stabbing people in the night. Yeah. <laughs> like <that's>... So <laughs> it wasn't until recently that they went, here's some legit, we've confirmed you've got magic powers. Oh, and, and I, that, right. did you see there was an old Moon Knight in the Kang book, uh, mm-hmm. in the Kang the Conqueror oh, book. Yes, in yes. Egypt, they meet a, a woman Moon Knight. Yeah, uh, that was the spear, the fist of Conchu before Mark yep. Spectre ever was. So it's now a lineage yep. as well. So now seeing that in the comics, they're making it, they're basically for the first time in Moon Knight's history. Now you have to think about that. The, in Moon Knight, they have never retconned anything until right. now. Well, here's the thing that, I don't because Disney's telling them to exactly mm-hmm. because this show and they wanted to tie into the show. They're saying, hey. We think this character needs X in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. Put it in the comics. Now, I feel that. Yeah, but I agree. I so agree. what What I'd like to add on to that, too, is now that because, of, like, we all know Mark Spector, and that was the main character, the main identity before, but we're starting with Stephen Grant, and he's in London, right? So I also, when you guys said that, it made me think, okay, what if you become Stephen Grant? Because Stephen Grant is the person that works inside of, you said he's in an art gallery. I thought he was in a museum. He's um, a museum gift shop employee perfect so this is where we 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 cross that line of of the supernatural and the mysticism because maybe he's in london and the stephen grant character is he slowly starts turning into moon knight and then because he's in london we get werewolf by night oh 100 percent. this is well we're getting werewolf by night 100 percent. this is tying into that but no but them also making mark specter a london-based character I don't even know if they are. Like, well, so no. she calls just... him, and it's on a London phone. It's a London phone. Like, sure, he's on. That doesn't mean he has to be a London character. He also right. answers in a British accent. <laughs> so because he's crazy. Why? So I can. I mean, I can so, do that. So, or, <laughs> but that was Australian. If I, if I called Menti and all of a sudden he had That's a Cockney nice. accent, I wouldn't <laughs> assume that it's Menti. I'd be like, although I had a roommate for a while who had a Southern accent, and mm-hmm. he was from Drexel Hill. So <laughs> for anybody who's not in the area, that's that's like suburbs of PA. So <laughs> he should not have had a southern accent. But like meeting his whole family was shocking. Before we move on, I did want to just touch on two quick things. We did see um Ethan Hunt's character. 
Ethan mm-hmm. Hunt was his Sorry. Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> um, and thanks to subtitles, they give the name Doctor Ar- Arthur Harrow. Now, Doctor Arthur Harrow appeared in one issue of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. He had like the equivalent of Bell's palsy on his face, but it was always grimacing that caused him pain. And he was a doctor that studied pain. They're okay. showing a cult like fi- cult like figure, so I think they're taking the uh, Sun Man or what's his name? Oh, I just drew a blank. Found um, you? No. Uh, you sent it to me guy. too. I can't think of it because I got something else. But basically, they're taking two characters who's completely different and putting them into the in one character, which is a very Disney thing to do. Mm-hmm. Then we have, unfortunately. The death of uh, Gaspar Uliel, mm-hmm. who they yeah. supposedly confirmed that was playing Midnight Man, the first one of uh, Anton uh, Magart, who was just the guy who stole things at midnight. <laughs> but they got a really, really famous French actor to play him. That makes me think that they were going to combine Midnight Man and Frenchie into one character. Since oh. Midnight Man hands his mantle over to his son... It makes real sense that he became friends with Moon Knight and supported him, and then his son ends up being a bad guy. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I, so I, like, with, I want Frenchie to be Frenchie. With all these things that they're doing, it feels like they really are going, there's some cool ideas here, but it's all shit. Let's do our own thing. I truly believe there's more there's more mystic, or cloak and dagger to this than, than than we're letting on. Like I like that scene where he wakes up and he's tied to the bed. No, that, that shows I think that's form. the first... That's the first episode. That's the first yeah. scene. The, like the moment the show opens, it's going to be him not w- understanding why he's chained to his bed. I think he's already crazy. A hundred percent, and he doesn't understand why he's the crazy. Sun King think, was who right. I was thinking. Sun of. King, yeah. Keep in mind, this is labeled as a miniseries, so this just really might be a one and done. Yeah, but so is Loki. Yeah. So you know what I mean, like. Mm. But Loki already had a huge following and got a second season. Sure, but this. There's, if there's ever a Disney Plus show, like a show that would continue, like if this makes money, it's going to have a season two. Of course. 100%. It's going to have a season two. Like, I, I, I can't see this show doing poorly. Because even if you take the Moon Knight fans away, it's still an awesome show with that's very different looking to anything that we've seen in Marvel already. It will be it just a won't good be exactly show. It just isn't going to be, be a, what we want. Yeah. It's not your show. Right, 100%. This this is what I'm saying about Boba Fett. Like, my Boba Fett that I grew up with does not take his helmet off that much, does not talk that much. Like, anytime somebody gets lippy with him, they get disintegrated. That's why Darth (laughs) Vader said no disintegrations. But you could still see even your Boba Fett in old age changing. Yes, but you haven't seen anything yet. That's my point is, is I think there's, there's still more cloak and dagger to this than we're letting on. Until we see it, it's hard to say anything. You are completely positive, and I hope that you're right for once rather than hoping you're wrong. <laughs> However, <laughs> uh, this, it didn't leave a good feeling. I watched the trailer probably five times in a row when it dropped just mm-hmm. to, like, let me just Do try I really and hate not... this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'd watch it and I'd get excited. I'm like, oh, that's badass. And then every time that stupid suit scene came on, Suit scene is, is if it wasn't suit, Moon Knight, it's dope. If it wasn't suit, Moon Knight, yeah. it's awesome. The but suit scene Knight, is so a money awesome. shot, though. No, it's that's, not. That's, 
it's not. <laughs> Mowry needs his show to do well so he can get some new uh, Hot Toys. <laughs> well, they already announced that they're doing the Hot Toys for them. I know, yeah, but I'm saying you get more. We, I don't think Mowry needs an excuse to buy toys. Are you kidding me? Speaking <laughs> of Hot Toys... <laughs> wow. Segway, <laughs> Sergeant Segway. Hey. Well, 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 here's the thing. I said, and we could put this on record right now, that we can easily go an hour and a half to two hours on any given well, show. There are f- and there are a few more on today than there will normally be. We're pushing. So, so uh, no, no, we're we're getting, like we're making up for lost time. Is what we're doing. That is also true. That's what we're doing. So I don't keep talking until there's nothing to talk about. Until you guys all say I want to get off the show. That's fair. <laughs> At this See point, we're later. on borrowed time. <laughs> yeah, he's, to be fair, Mauer made his point. He could go. <laughs> so to button up Moon Knight, we're all excited. We are. Is that the and consensus? We're, 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 yeah. we're excited but hesitant. Cautiously ca- excited. Cautiously excited. The council the has spoken. The council. There it is. I had one more thing for it, but I'll let it be. Features has some late-breaking opinions on Moon Knight. Well, it's not even a pain because I, I was I, I was just thinking because with everything that we've just discussed and I was thinking about like because he's in London and he's going to pro- we're probably going to get werewolf by night. This may not happen because we've heard other things. But what if Blade was introduced through Moon Knight? Well, that's London's. the rumor, too. Yeah. I, mean, I think, it's he, a strong I think him showing up would but be great. Again, we have six episodes. <laughs> that oh, is not a lot of time yeah. to establish the craziness that's Moon Knight, as well as do the Disney MCU, let's get 13 other projects tied into this. You, If Blade shows up, he shows up for a quick cameo at the end. That's yeah. it. Like, he's not going to be some kind of long-standing character. He's going to be the equivalent of, like, not Turtles. even Soka. Mm. No, well, no, I wouldn't even say Eternal. A random like, voiceover he, to a scene? He really, yeah, it's going to be, he just shows up at the end, and you're like, oh, shit, Blade. Like, that's, that's it. <laughs> it's pretty safe to say we'll see Banner, right? I mean, with all the photos and whatnot in Prague with those two together. Maybe Mm. in a museum scene. Makes sense. Yeah, I doubt he'll be any kind of legitimate character in it. He might be be there for continuity's sake, but like he's not going to influence the plot. I think he's forming a team, but we'll see that. (laughs) I think Hawkeye is going to form a team that Moon Knight's going to be on that's going to take place in San Francisco, but that's just, you know, that's just me. I mean, we could get uh, nice I like, Ma- I like Mauer thought that one through. Mauer's face. I looked exactly at Mauer's camera going, come on, West Coast Avengers, you know damn well. <laughs> I concur. His head shook a little uh, bit, and a little bit more, and a little bit more. Yep. I had to process Huey. it. Huey. Oh, no, hold Plenty. on. Features, did you finish your point? Did we all interrupt you? Yes. I'm, point's done. Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. Huey, talk to us about uh, IDW. Out. Yeah, and why they're losing Transformers. They, they are they are rolling out. So it was <laughs> announced a couple weeks ago that IDW is losing the rights to uh, Transformers and also G.I. Joe. Uh, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> there's been no confirmed. Yeah, he sets you up so much. <laughs> there's why? been no confirmed reason why. Okay, we'll put Any it rumors? Any rumors? Yeah. Why do you think? Well, first, first off, IDW has had Transformers now for 17 years, and they've also had G.I. Joe for 14 years, okay? And they uh, made a, couple- a lot of money for a long time. Correct. Uh, back in 2019, they just rebooted the, all the universes for both G.I. Joe and Transformers, and this reason might be why, okay? Uh, they were doing a lot of wokeness, okay? <laughs> uh, some Transformers were actually uh, 
uh, a big name Transformer, uh, RC. She was introduced in the Transformers, the the movie, the like the original one mm-hmm. where Optimus Prime died. Yeah. Um, Optimus dies. He's uh, a robot. Twice. Can't you just put new batteries in him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the all. Technically, that happened. <laughs> some double, some double A, some double A all sparks. <laughs> batteries are not included. Oh, not even um, the nine volts. Let's say what happened with RC. Jeez. So in was it 2018? They had they had put in there that RC was originally a male uh, transformer and forged she... as male. Hold on, unquote. So you're telling me that the Michael Bay scene with the two big nuts hanging is technically <laughs> canon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the robot's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> So robots really have robot parts to dangle. Hey, look, female yes. female transformers weren't even introduced, in, uh, introduced until the Transformers the movie. So, um, because robots. Oh, I'm sorry. Are, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Correction. They were introduced in season season two. They were introduced in season two. <laughs> if, there, if there was anything that was ever non-binary, binary, non-binary, it'd be a robot. <laughs> you would think. You would think this would be the easiest hit out of the park, make everybody happy kind of things. But no. Apparently, what the the two the two um, who are the two somewhat racist robots in the Michael Bay one? Um, the ones <laughs> under the nuts. Uh, no, no, that was that was the that was the guard who got peed on. Who was like, I'm under their testicles. <laughs> no, but there was there were the two somewhat racist ones. Yeah, it was uh, um, Mudflap and I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Skids. But they're, skids, I skids think they're in a relationship as well. Something like uh, that. Somewhere. I think. My point. My the point. I think everyone's trying to make, and we're all tiptoeing around, is that because of identity politics, IDW's like, or um, excuse me, Hasbro's like, I'm sorry, IDW, we can't do this. We're losing money on some of, on two of our biggest franchises. We can't keep doing this. Well, so and now, that's why I think back in 2019 they rebooted the continuity because they were getting a little bit of back uh, backlash from everything because they even gender swapped some people in GI Joe. So they said, screw it, let's just start from scratch. And the sales have not been there basically for this reboot. And to be fair, the sales in comics in general haven't been there. I mean, across the board, for the most part, if you're not Batman, you're not really selling well. So is this going to boom comics? Is it going to DC? So there's been no official announcement, but it looks like it's going to be heading to um, Mr. Walking Dead himself. uh, Which would be incredible. Yes. Mm. When you said Mr. When you said Mr. Walking Dead himself, I'm like, Norman Reedus is getting into the comics? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I know he's an art fan. That's think of? When you think of? When you think of Walking Dead, Norman Reedus is the thing that pops into your head? Yep. Wow. Yeah, so Robert you have to remember, also, Skyrim. I've had some really cool interactions with Norman. Sure. So that- but yeah, but you've also had interactions with, with, with um, uh, Robert Kirkman. No, I didn't drink whiskey. With Robert Kirkman. <laughs> I don't know you drank with... Wait, wait when up. did you do that? When did you drink with um, with Norman Reedus? So I did a shot with Norman in Philadelphia Wizard World when I tried getting you guys to come see James Marster's band. It was me. while Fireside oh. existed? Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son wait. of a bitch. Wait, why didn't you just say, come down and take Norman a shot Reedus with Norman Reedus? Norman Reedus wants to take I a did, shot, dude. I didn't know he was going to be there. So I went there with Buzz and the guys... I Fair. know I've told this story where I was I sitting with them. I've heard no. it before. You've... And I've heard Christmas first off, people but... thought that I was an artist and I would just scribble something for them and be like, here you go. Because <laughs> I was sitting with them. You're and then Charisma Carpenter, I met that night and she was 
basically how you saw her on the show. And that's also <laughs> when I got to see um, River from Firefly, Summer Glau. Oh, Summer, yeah. Oh, Summer. Um, which, it was a Dobbs <laughs> when Dobbs was still a thing. And I was never really attracted to Summer Glau. But when you see her out amongst us common peons, <laughs> she is gorgeous. Stunning. And I was like, who is that gorgeous? And she came close. I'm like, oh, my God, Summer Glau. Freaking but Terminator, one, man. One point in the night uh-huh. in a green room, all of a sudden Norman Reedus was there, and we there were shots passed around, and we did just. So not only did you drink with, 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 a, with a boondock saint, <laughs> there are also comic books floating around with your signature on it that people think is special. That's even better. One hundred and ten percent. That's even better. That makes there that are copies so of better. Living Corpse out there that I signed. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, to be fair, I was in the comic. That is true. That's true. That's I don't true. think that makes a difference. No, I don't think your signature <laughs> changes anything. But that's true. Hey, uh, can we all get right. an hey, NFT well, out of one, that? One, one thing real fast, Menti, you'll be happy. Um, <laughs> can we make an NFT out of that? Oh, jeez. Anyone out of any money to wander? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Ozarks. <laughs> uh, Speaking Menti, of... Oh. Menti, Menti will be happy because IDW is not losing the rights to uh, Milo Pony right now. Oh, Ooh. thank God. I was so okay. concerned. But, oh, but was in, in, my magical friends. And also, as of right now, IDW still also has the rights to uh, Mask, Action Man, and Rom the Space Knight. They were all Who? in universe with Transformers and G.I. Joe. They did a whole crossover yep. continuity thing, which kind of hurt the comics for a while. But as mm-hmm. of right now, they still have all, all those uh, IPs as well. Well, Mask needs this to is... go to somebody else because that's a cash cow waiting to happen when it comes I, to toys. I agree. I and agree. This, this, is a little, this is a little out there, so feel free to squash this as soon as I bring this up. But do you does, is Netflix still publishing the, the Mark Millar comics? Isn't isn't it's, Netflix still working on publishing? It's on comics? hold because of the pandemic. Sure, and but that was a thing they were doing, right? They yeah. signed him on for a bunch of shows and to release a bunch of comics yep. through Netflix, right? Correct. Yeah. D- doesn't Hasbro also own Power Rangers? They do. No. Oh, they do now. Yeah, they yeah. do yeah. now. And doesn't Power Rangers um, have new shows coming out? Yeah. All, You're all saying Netflix Netflix are you saying it makes sense that the Netflix, will, has Netflix Power puts Rangers, out the Transformers, ah. and GI Joe? And it makes them a shared universe comic. Like, wouldn't you be intrigued on Transformers, Power Rangers, shared universe? Yeah. And that's something that Netflix needs. Didn't they already do that crossover? I think they did a crossover. I think Power Rangers kind of crossed over with everybody for a little bit there. Power Rangers has crossed over with Turtles and DC as of right now. I think that didn't they do a a Transformers one? I Transfor- I feel like Transformers I've seen that. has kind of been there was the a Transformers Star Trek wars right? for a while. Right lately, Transformers has crossed over with um, uh, Back to the Future. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Star Trek, Milo Pony. <laughs> I mean, they've been one here me without my number one. <laughs> Listen, at this point, can we just I call the, them I formers? Have the I have the number one for you. <laughs> I it. Can you call it what, Mauer? I missed that. We're just going to call them formers now because they're leaving <laughs> IDW. <laughs> the formers. Wow. <laughs> oh, all right. So moving on, let's go wow. ahead and talk about our our last little bit of news for the uh, for the show, which I think is probably the most intriguing. But I also just want to preface that everything we're about to say is, is spoiler rumor, heavy, but and rumor it's spoil it might spoil Doctor Strange too, um, because I'll tell you what, some of this stuff. I mean, like people hate we got this covered, and I understand it, but uh, they were spot on really with Spider Man. They were spot 
on was Spider-Man. So, because they called that a long time ago, and we all joked about it, but they called that. Anyway, my point is, is that some of these rumors come from them, as well as a bunch of other people. Like they're not, they're not alone on this. But the 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 rumors galore on on this next Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange movie are insane. So, features <laughs> what what what's happening with Doctor Strange? I mean, we're talking Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, right? First thing that's going to intrigue people is is the fact that there were. We're touching on a multiverse. The second thing that's got us all in, in, in an uproar is the expectations of who we're going to see, right? We've got... Uh, yeah, the cameo list is nuts. Yeah. The, the leaked list of cameos is... I mean, it's hard to take a lot of this as truth, but man. But it's, it's just the excitement. I, I, it's, it's hard not to get your expectations up for it because you... One, we got uh, potentially John Krasinski as... as uh, Reed Richards, which I'm... No, Mashko, <gasps> you should love this. What? No, no, no. You, you should no. all love this, and this is why mm-hmm. you should love it. Wait, Here's no, why you wait, should love it. Stop. Let me finish. Let me finish. I know what you're going to say, and they've already talked about that doesn't mean exclusion. You know what doesn't? You know you know what? who doesn't know what I'm about to say? The people <laughs> listening to the podcast, Mauer. <laughs> they know. Jeez. Oh, they so know. So everybody wants that John Krasinski to play... Not play. everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> A large percentage of the internet wants this. A whole yes. huge large percentage. To a point where it was, chunk. But they apparently said no because they can't sign a multi-picture deal. They can't they can't do what would be required from them. So this is a way to give fan service without actually changing who the MCU versions of these characters would be. It's a way to make those fans happy as well as still keep the Fantastic Four John Krasinski lists, which the two of you want. So how is this a bad thing? The rumor is, depending on how it goes over in their experience in filming and the amount of money that they're willing to throw, may change their uh, stature because they could then go, okay, here's our Fantastic Four, but it's we're following this universes of it. They don't have to do a long picture deal because we could always just fall back to the MCU's version of the main timeline. Yeah, I still think that because of sp- specifically Emily Blunt saying no. Apparently, Emily Blunt's the big no here. Cause yeah, she doesn't Krasinski's like superhero wanted- movies. Can, can I add something really quick? So the uh, so Reed Richards is the son of Nathan Richards, right? Yes. Nathan Richards is Kang, my, no, my or a version of Kang. Uh, they're okay. So this is this is a hot button the fan, topic. This Nathaniel is, Richards is Kang. And this is, and that they're they kind of hinted recently that they are related because he had access to the Council of Kang or something like that. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly how this worked, but Reed was actually given access to something of Kang's because of his lineage. But it was the first time that it's been like cemented that the two of them are related somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. So how that that's may... true, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, it could be very well. Could right. be that may dictate who we get. I know he's not Kang though. He's not a version of Kang. R- Nathaniel. He's just related. Nathaniel is. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. I want to see Chris Pine as as Reed. Now, no, I think Nathaniel Richards is Kang. I'm just saying Reed is not Kang. Like Reed is not. Right. They're they're, they're, they're apparently related. Yes. Yeah. Richard. Rich. Yes. Moving yes, on. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> now, I mean, it would it would explain the absence, the absenteeism. Now, features. You said you know the bunch of cameos. Mm-hmm. Does a bunch of cameos make you excited for this movie? more if we're getting the cameos that we're talking about hell yes and it's not cameos 
Bro, it's not cameos. It's the multiversal <laughs> Avengers. Is where he this, called you, you bro. Of all people should be happy because <laughs> Nicolas Cage apparently is the end-all, be-all character of the movie. You. Have you not heard this? I have, have you, but apparently I have Nicolas it laid Cage out. Is, Nicolas Cage apparently is getting his dues. So yeah. uh, rumor, not, not only do we have Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider, we, uh, we've, oh. uh, uh, Deadpool's apparently supposed, this is how Deadpool shows up into the, the MCU. Apparently we're getting a big chunk of the X-Men cast. Uh, mm-hmm. We're also getting the original Fantastic Four's Mr. Fantastic, so you're getting two reads. Uh, and apparently possibly. they're all going to come together in a final fight against Shimagoreth and um, Scarlet Witch. But Toby McGuire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire is apparently back uh, for the Multiversal Avengers. There's a whole bunch of people. But apparently, Nicolas Cage, his version of Ghost Rider is going to be the linchpin that allows them to win. Again, all rumor here. But uh, apparently, uh, everything you've always wanted to see from Ghost Rider and his, uh, his, his power level is apparently on full display, and it's supposed to end with him name dropping Mephisto for future movies. So, so rumor is is that he <laughs> when his character shows up, it's supposed to change the whole movie. Like none of these are going to be glorified cameos where they don't affect the plot. Apparently, everyone does. But this is what I'm saying. This should be, even though they said that this should be an Avengers movie, it shouldn't be a Doctor Strange movie, or they should have just called it, you know, the Multiverse of Madness. Because going into it looking for a Doctor Strange sequel of a Doctor Strange-focused movie, you can't have that much Doctor Strange because there's so much else going into it. Do you not think Damnation's a Doctor Strange book? The Doctor Strange book of it, yes, but the rest of it isn't. So when you followed the Doctor Strange part of the book, it was all about Doctor Strange and there wasn't much else coming into it. But this seems like the Damnation book, if you will, where they could have just called this multi- verse of madness well, think, yeah it's the, think of it like civil war yeah i was captain just about america. to say that it's civil war is still a captain america movie but but you when have... it started off with the this is why the original director left is because it was going to be more toned down and just dr strange focused the original... oh you're talking yeah i get what you're saying that that the spider-man ruined that for you <laughs> <laughs> the, the hype around spider-man ruined that immediately that's why i stopped being a, a dark horror movie because remember no one's talking horror anymore i haven't heard anyone say horror for dr strange since it was announced and it might still be scary well there's a difference between a scary dr strange movie where you see some other things happening Mm -hmm. and a movie where dr strange is a character in a multiversal movie I feel but there, that. But I mean, there's rumor that this is going to set records for how many superheroes are on screen at the same time. So this final yeah. war. And remember, you're also talking Scarlet Witch at full power and Shima Gorath. We're not talking small people here. We're talking people who would require a team of that caliber to take them out, especially those two. Mind you, Shima Gorath is supposed to be the major villain, but the backbone of everything is apparently Wanda. So if you've got a a Scarlet Witch at full power and you've got the, the uh, Hellfire Nicolas Cage going toe to toe, you can't tell me that that doesn't sound like something you want to see. You don't want to see Nicolas Cage in as a Ghost movie Rider that's fighting? not a Dick to, Doctor Strange movie. Like, this is taking away from Doctor Strange. I, I don't think it will, though. I think Civil this War is didn't take Doctor away from Strange. Cap. There's no way it doesn't take away from Doctor Strange. You're right for this one movie, but for the rest of life, Doctor Strange will become a larger character than he's ever been before because he's now going to have a, a associated with his just his name, the a, a world breaking movie. 
not just Doctor Strange 2. He's now got something that takes out Endgame. And also keep in mind, like, it can't take too much away from Doctor Strange. You're literally getting two Doctor Stranges in one film. Oh, that's, that's why it's I mean, two. Doctor Strange uh, two. <laughs> There's gonna be three. Uh, minimum. There's gonna be three. I mean, and oh, the no, whole is. idea due, is, due to, is due to toy toy releases. There's three. And this is why I'm looking forward to the Batman because it's just the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, that's that's nice. Have your cake and eat it too. But over here in the in the other world where fan service <laughs> is a very important aspect, this sounds like it's going to be the biggest fan service movie ever made. Yeah. I mean, but apparently Wesley Snipes is movie? gonna be in it. In yeah. a good movie. And, and, and a fan service movie like No Way Home exists already. My yeah. point is is that you're acting like the track record isn't already here. We've yeah. had two back-to-back fan movies. Fan I don't think like it's not important to have a good, to be able to have a movie without all that fan service. And I think you can do both. I think, I think No Way Home proved it's possible. I don't necessarily think it's fan service, though. I think it's just a cheap way to get all of their properties back and into one the thing universe. that we all laughed about that wasn't possible is now a thing that's about to happen and that's what marvel sees marvel sees is go ahead oh, sorry I, I was gonna, i still think they're just cameos i think they'll be in there for two three four minutes and out i mean uh, apparently apparently uh the uh variant iron man because there's already leaked um mm-hmm. set not set photos but um, those are so shopped it's not even funny what are you talking about? The, the, the Photoshop the shot of uh, Tom Cruise with the really no, bad beard on but it. It's not. It's not Tom Cruise's face. It's a. It's a. It's a establishing shot of this room. Oh, of Doctor there's Strange an, being. There's another thing being, I'm talking about then. Being brought into. So apparently, part of like, this is rumor and spoiler at the same time. So, spoiler. But apparently, there's a scene where Doctor Strange and America Chavez show up on a universe, and the moment that they get there, they are immediately sieged upon by Ultron robots who take them captive. They bring them to this to essentially Stark Tower, uh, to where you meet Tom Cruise's Tony Stark, that's supposed to be Superior Iron Man, who's got three Infinity Stones on his chest and the head of and the head of Thanos in a jar. Uh, and it's a, it's apparently a universe where Tony Stark went nuts and was able to conquer everybody. Right. So we remember in, that for a few minutes and then they'll leave. That's one thing. Like, he's yeah, really well, we'll be, see, but I have a feeling that's not, this all sounds awesome. It sounds like it's going to be really fun to watch. But and when the, this movie was announced, we, I, I, as a Dr. Strange fan got excited for another Dr. Strange movie. And now okay. Doctor Strange is going to be the catalyst that gives a record-breaking number movie. Like this but the movie record-breaking going... number, do, I don't care about. I'd rather watch a, a good movie that doesn't break a record. Well, sure, let me ask, but you let me also, ask. Doctor Strange will never, his book will never be canceled again. Well, let me ask you this, Mom. He's now going to be you, a top-tier character. Did you, you enjoy the Arrowverse, right? Right. And you like, you like the Flash. Man. Have you met him? He hates speakers. No, he does not. <laughs> no, he does not. Where are you going with the speakers? Well, well you like yeah, that. No, that wasn't a. That hey, was, mm. Yeah, he kind of killed. He kind of killed most of it. Yeah, but no, what was, as soon as you said Flash, I was like, no, nah, I don't know if this is gonna work. Don't go down <laughs> what, that road. <laughs> no, what I'm like, getting I at is, see, this is like, the issue with Marvel right now, though, is what you're saying, Menti. Them establishing a comic that will never count, uh, canceled and making the most money possible supersedes them having the ability to go, you know what? We're going to put out a smaller, more character-driven film. I don't think we're ever going to see a Winter Soldier movie again from them. Oh, I think so. I think after, I think you are in, this is the era of fan service setting up the next couple phases. 
I think that all of this gets us to the is literally a. a but will a Benedict gap. still be around by then? And that uh, like, I think he's 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 got one more movie. Yeah. If I yes. can get one more movie that is like the first Doctor Strange, this is fine. But if this is what my Doctor Strange is going to be in the universe now, Endgame and these big like he's just a part of these other movies, I don't. It's the same thing of not getting to see the character kind of you love on screen. But if you're Disney. And you have the ability to to outdo and outpace some, two of the largest movies ever made. Business side, and fans like I understand sure, why they're I'm, doing it. Exactly. So wouldn't you? Wouldn't you make that decision, business Mauer? B- business side, yeah. Not as a Doctor Strange movie. There's, well, so well, that's the thing. I would still put out the Doctor Strange movie. Well, see now, I think ruin the the because this is all rumor right now. Like this is why they're doing it because we're talking about it. Right. Like they. They, it's a Doctor Strange movie where they've literally shown nothing to lead us to believe any of this, but yet here we are on a comic book podcast talking about it. But they that's also all, could have what, put out a Doctor Strange movie, and we still would have talked about it. Well, sure, well, sure but, but if you said a multiversal Avenger movie, not one person is going to be shocked by what you get. <laughs> not but one they person. wouldn't have to. They could have called it the Multiverse of Madness. Sure, okay, just, I get that. You know what I mean? This should be an Avenger-type movie is what he's Yeah, I didn't saying. say Avengers multiverse. Just just call it Multiverse of Madness and not have it take the spot of my standalone right, Doctor right. Strange movie. I just think that because of what we've seen in No Way Home, that it's, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility to pull this off and make everyone happy. Because that movie should not have been as good as it was. To, and I, I agree. I think we're just looking at the two different ways. I want this movie, but I want them to be able to step back and do the way they used to do movies as well. Get an Iron Man 3, get a... You want a solo a, Doctor Strange 2. Solo right? Doctor Strange story that might have one other person in it. You want Iron Man 3 for Doctor Strange. Basically. Okay. So, all right. Now, here's the thing, right? You you could do that. You <laughs> could do that. Going with that. But, like... When you know you've just gotten all these properties back, you have to find some way to get them into your universe without having to make a series of, of other movies and then try to explain where these characters have been all this time. Yeah, I don't think you're getting, this would ever happen. This would never, I don't think I never you're getting thought. future. Said, this movie is fine for doing it. Right. But if this movie is as successful as it was and No Way, uh, no Way Home was, I don't know how many other movies they're just going to go, shit, we found a new formula that, that works. Let's just crank out those type movies. Oh, I don't think they would be able to get people to sign on. I don't yeah. think they would get. I don't think people would sign on for for glorified cameos. I don't think that would happen. I think I think they have to be influential influential on the plot for it to to mean anything. And I think also Mauer that if you want more Doctor Strange stuff, a movie like this will guarantee it'll happen. Just like yeah. you were saying with John Krasinski coming back more often for for um, Reed. I think Benedict Cumberbatch, the amount of money he's about to make on the last two movies that he did with Marvel, pretty much guarantees that he's going to be around for a little bit. He's going to be Robert Downey Jr. showing up in so many things. Well, this also takes away from Doctor Strange being super powerful. Because of the comics, he can wipe all the shit out himself. (laughs) Uh, Not not MCU Strange. (laughs) No, but I said in the comics... Well, you, we can't say that anymore. That's the we, like, this is the re, this is the same reason why I didn't like Spider-Man. And he's not even the, like the Sorcerer Supreme anymore. So why isn't Benedict Wang? I think Wong. Wong, I think he. I, I'm going to bet you Wong dies. 
Oh no! You shut your mouth. No. Wong does. I think at this point we're creating our own multiverse of madness on the show. Before we go, there's a piece of news I have to drop in because I want to get everybody's reaction. Hulk Hogan is in the Rumble tonight. He might be. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, there's a chance. I thought he was having like health issues. Um, supposedly he's better. Oh, all right, cool. Um, well, no, not in the Rumble like fighting, but like commentating. In, in the building. Um, number one streamed original show of 2021. Uh, are yeah. we going to have this debate? Hold no. on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I can kill the debate right now. Oh, so can I. <laughs> Lucifer. Oh, I love, Cocky Moshko is my favorite. <laughs> Lucifer, number one streamed show of original content across all providers last year. Okay. Okay. 93 episodes over the course of 12 months. Hold on, wait. So here's where I killed that. Year before, same amount of hours watched, less episodes. Year okay. before that, same amount of hours watched, less episodes. That means that the same people are watching the new season every year and gaining people. So what what if, what would happen if a show that only had 10 episodes and was only played over the course of two and a half months barely missed that same amount? What if that what if they had 93 episodes? What would what happen? What show are you talking about? I'm talking about Squid Game. So Squid mm. Game, but you're still looking at, it's three episodes more. It's not the 90 episodes. Because if it was the full 90 episodes, then the that number was not would one the same. season. That was an entire run of episodes. Right, but it's the same amount of hours every year for the past three years. And? So there was less episodes <laughs> so, this year. This one year. <laughs> so they're still getting over 18 million hours every year it's been on there for every season. Every and season love, they've released it. I love Squid Games. I do. I think Squid Game was, was outstanding, and I can't wait for season two. Uh, but I kind of love that a comic property is the what's winning. So I'm going to go Lucifer specifically because I like rooting for the home team. So, you know, no offense to Squid Game because I can't I can't wait to stream season two. But I, I even even though I've never watched all of Lucifer, I'm happy that that's the show, especially with Sandman coming out. But you have to give it its credit. Do it doesn't get absolutely. Enough, it doesn't get enough praise from and who? It's, the number one it's got street. It's got numbers galore, apparent, according to you. But this doesn't get the same kind of fanfare that Walking Dead does. Or that well, Squid that's Games the, did. Yeah, but that's not that's because AMC puts all of the fanfare into it. Um, Squid, Game, Squid Game's different. Squid, Squid Game's different because it captured the world. That is, I can, that was how, a, how about I one-up you, and I'm not really one-upping you, but it's, it's more of a story. Daredevil cracked the top 10 Nielsen ratings last week thanks, for streaming. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good old Seven-year-old property. Coming around and saving the day again. <laughs> So I just want to put that out there that for those of you that have been sleeping on Lucifer as much as we've talked about it. And I still will. Did you see what Neil Gaiman wrote on Twitter? He was like, thanks to the moms who tried to, who yeah. tried to ban this show for making it the number one show stream this year. <laughs> yeah, and it's ridiculous. The, the fan base gets bigger and bigger to the point where there's another petition to do movies. I, I just have to point this out for anyone listening that right before this got brought up, Moshko was giving us the wrap it up sign. Yeah. And then the moment he got cocky, Moshko came out, <laughs> that went out the window. And then he stopped talking and he told us to wrap it up again. <laughs> he got hey, his man. point in, wrap it up. If I need to now be, stop uh, talking. I need to stay engaged with things that I, I um, yeah. Anyway, 
but they want to do that thing or, or well let's keep let's just reach out and let's hope that we can get what they're doing for psych is mm-hmm. a movie every few years for lucifer that'd be great like i it's think a, that's it comes down to money bro they just got to offer if they <laughs> offer enough money because remember netflix bleeds every year well netflix i think they are seeing some that. numbers that might show them hey yeah we but do they a also movie f- you're right and they would they would do well if they stopped making like 175 other crap shows i mean the problem with with netflix is that they throw so much shit against the wall and none of it sticks but like wet three. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> on that note <laughs> oh and mashko my thing for you is squid games wasn't supposed to technically be shouldn't be in the original content because it was broadcast somewhere else and then brought onto networks for that season i would have to look that up i'll trust you I, and, I think, and he, yeah. I think he's right it was purchased so seasons one two and three of lucifer like they wouldn't count as original content because they My aired somewhere else is, and they came is the two right. of you arguing which is the better show mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. all win because they're both great yeah <laughs> although squid squid game we all watched <laughs> i'm not necessarily i didn't watch it i'm not necessarily saying it's better i'm just saying for what it did in the course of two and a half months it's far more impressive it also than... it also i mean it was it was tiger king bro it, it the world was around well, it also show. has I've the benefit seen... of it being a, a chinese-based korean show korean-based show so you mm-hmm. have a, a market that won't probably watch lucifer like, it has a bigger target in some of those areas. So it, it has an advantage there. But not an original show. Shouldn't even be in the category. Criminal Minds, technically, last year, was the number one stream show. Yeah, hmm. and I get your point. But at the same time, Lucifer wasn't always an original show for Netflix either. So, But it's original sh- like now, it's original the seasons. Last, the last couple seasons are. Sure. <laughs> the majority of it is. It's like if they started remaking Jericho, they started, like, another season of Jericho, I'd be like, well, you know, it's... That's great. I appreciate it, but like, it's not your show. At Who we may point, see in the Rumble. At this point, <laughs> oh. more Lucifer's been on Netflix than not on Netflix. So now that our, our audience has seen kind of what the inner conversations look like. Yeah, feedback would be Not great. on? Like, yes, feedback. If you guys like this, uh, or if you and want to And if you don't like it, or... screw you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. wow yes yes you do right. he really and is. if you he want to play do. along at home every time mr mauer curses take a, take shot a drink fuck fuck, something. fuck 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 okay fuck, okay 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 all right you know like come on we got the man. Big e, all right you happy like there's it's, it's always fun when people like when we're like hey you should check out our last show to like important people and then i have to, and i'm like oh please don't go to where mauer just screams the f word <laughs> well i'll tell you what the the top most of the top 10 podcasts that are actually out there like every other word is an f-bomb so uh, we're yeah, in good I'm, company uh, yeah. Except we're for those silly yeah. like murder mystery things, I don't. Yeah, I still weird. don't get those. Um, this will Some be the only good. issue that I curse like this. So, if you're worried, this was just our first time back in Moscow. And to be fair, won. without those murder mystery ones, the we the uh, Michael Myers would have never escaped. So you know, like we <laughs> need them. It's true. No, that do that thing. <laughs> On that eyes. note. Uh, you can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And if you enjoyed the uh, the new format, which allows for a lot more conversation and a lot more debrief, that kind of stuff, please let us know in the in the comments below or wherever you happen to check this out. Um, and yeah, keep supporting. We appreciate you. We're happy to be back. We hope you uh, you all had a great break. Uh, and I'm Menti. 
And I'm Moshko. Check out MoshkoCollectibles.com. We have a plethora of Fireside merchandise that's there. You could also check out our Facebook group, a uh, whole bunch of other places, and you can find me pretty much anywhere as uh, at Moshko. Oh, check out uh, check out. Oh Moshko's yeah, show. yeah. There's a there's a solo show I do every Monday, Solitary Excitement. It's kind of the you know the stuff I, I don't the talk one. about her. It's well, not so that funny. kind of solitary excitement. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. You've been waiting weeks to say that. <laughs> I have. That's like on He's a like, list I'm... of here are cracks I need to make sure I say. <laughs> He's a whole new. Fantastic. Just... <laughs> I'm Huey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then features. And I'm features. And I'm and... Mr. Mauer. Go to welcome to fireside.com. Fight with me on Facebook or Twitter, because I'll come at you. Oh, also find Mauer in the comment sections of like comic book resources. Comic oh. book. Uh, <laughs> there too. You want you entertainment? That's couple. where it's at. What did you write? You wrote. I just saw something. Just because you put news in your name doesn't make it so. Oh yeah, yeah that was me. <laughs> that was so totally you me. Fight, there's plenty of people to fight with online. <laughs> it's right, become deuces. a new way of venting over the past eight weeks of just finding stupid people on the internet and publicly shaming them. Shame. Oh, good. Shame. Wow. Oh, Mauer. Start throwing poop at him next. <laughs> Whoa. Deuces. Yo, don't say deuces after he said <laughs> Watch out for the Wookiee. Oh, no. It's got bite marks taken out of it. Oh, we didn't even mention that. All no, right, so anybody didn't. who made it to this point is because of the, 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 the Your butthole bonus time. Yeah, bonus time. The the teeth in the butthole of, of Wookiees. That's how we tied those two in together from, from Peacemaker. Became the most searched thing after that show aired. I don't even know. Is it true? No. <laughs> but if you type in do Wookiees, it autofills have teeth in the buttholes.